0: this week on invasion the podcast marvel gives us three times the teasers we invite local comic book artist steve l king to talk about batman versus superman with us
1: and we finish our super powered bracket of awesome we bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon the arrival of a spaceship just a minute ladies and gentlemen i think something
2: is happening Flying saucers have invaded our planet. People of attention. It's the Invasion
1: of the Podcast. The whole world is under attack. Can it survive?
0: And welcome to Invasion of the Podcast. Uh, I am... Joe Kim Basinger keeps screaming in my ear. Peters, and all the way over to my right is Paul Terry Hatcher's secret crush, Stedman. Aw, <laughs> I like that. I um, was trying to think of a, like a just a weird Superman Batman reference. And then we are joined today by uh, l- a local comic book artist, uh, Steve L
1: King. The Steve L, local comic book artist King. That's what the L yeah, stands yeah, for. Thanks. <laughs> like like Jor L or Ka L. Yeah, it's not an yeah. L, it's E L. Yeah. E L King. Yeah. Um but uh, Joe good good intro. We are taking over the world one listener at a time. Oh, did I so, forget uh, that? So I'll give you a B plus oh, on my the tag. intro. So
2: oh,
0: I, <laughs> this is my second tag. Yeah, that's your second tag.
1: And right. it, the thing is, our, our, our front our front tag is amazing. Our, our ending the show tag is terrible. So Yeah, we were going to work on that. Yeah, because uh, saying to people, we're going to get you is not really yeah. a good way to get the listeners back. So, <laughs> um, But yeah, thank you, Steve, for being on the show. Um hey, thanks for we, having me. Yeah, we appreciate it. We're going to talk about his uh, project, Saturday Night Slasher, which is cool. And we're going to talk about some Batman, Superman stuff. Um, we got some a lot of things to talk about. We got our bracket, so for those that listened last time, thank you for putting up with our initial bracketology of, I think it was 300 fights that we did. It was a lot of fights. It was a lot and, of fights.
0: And in theory, I think there are some fights. I think we did it on a voting system, and it was a little bit of b- a biased voting system, just on who you liked, because there are a few people I know there were in a fight where it was like, there's no way this person would kind of take this person out, but...
1: Yeah. Who cares? I mean, well, then you can make your own bracket. Yeah. I know.
0: <laughs> yeah. DraftKings so, isn't really following this, so we don't yeah, care.
1: Yeah. I'd, I'd like that. It's just like, what's the over-under on a Howard the Duck? Well, I guess we'll just check online. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to mention just uh, briefly. So this weekend was so much, like, uh, this is, uh, I had so much dude-on-dude dude action this weekend, and that's, <laughs> that's the truth. So um, Friday, I went to uh, uh, AIW, always intense, Re- or absolutely intense wrestling, not okay. always intense. Uh, It was at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, which is, like, just two streets away from where we record from, uh, because our friend Kevin uh, of uh, Radio Violenta, big time in the wrestling, he was going. I had some other friends going. Turns out, like, I had three separate groups of people that I know from parts of my life all at this one event, so it was, like, this weird, like, homecoming. It was, like, welcome, Paul. You didn't even know that you belonged here, you know, type of thing. But that was the most fun I've had in a long time watching live wrestling. And just <laughs> it was it was great because like I saw things there that you don't see on WWE. Like there was men versus women. It was just this whole crazy like it was wow. it was a lot of fun.
0: Did uh did you have a sign? Did you make a sign? I didn't
1: make a sign, but I did start some chance yeah. to go on. That's like, one the, of the
0: best things about the chance.
1: I just I, I like the idea that I could sit there and just yell whatever I want and no one cares. Have dude. you ever have you gone to a live event, Steve?
3: I have not, at least not for wrestling. So. Okay. Oh,
1: I just, I, I'm going to go again. <laughs> the chance
0: are what really, like, because, and the thing about the chance is when you're watching pay per views and stuff and you hear the chance and like they, the real good ones come through. Yeah. Because there's so many people doing it and you were like, what are they saying? You know, and then you hear
1: it, you're like, oh my goodness, wow. Yeah, there was like, there was one match in the middle where uh, the whole gimmick was these two guys were wrestling, and one of them brought out baby powder, and supposedly blinded each other. So they're just <laughs> taking swings. At nothing, it's supposedly one of them finds another body. And it's the ref, so he takes a swing at the ref. So the ref um, throat slams him like on the mat, and everybody starts just chanting Undertaker over and over again. <laughs> so it was it was just a lot of fun. It was like a four and a half hour show for like twenty bucks. That's a good deal. And,
2: oh wow! And, yeah. and
1: some of the talent was really good. It wasn't just like oh people in your backyard wrestling. Like there were some legit people there. So it was yeah. it was a good time. And I just can't tell you like how tickled I was just going and watching. Uh wrestling And then so after that I ended up watching Daredevil. So that was the rest of my dude on dude action oh, yeah. for the weekend was just watching just the rest of Daredevil. So just a lot of fist fights was my whole weekend.
0: Daredevil is known for its fist fights. That that's that's a straight up brawl and show.
1: Yes. Like so I know you were texting me about a certain hallway scene. Oh that like, stairway no, sorry, scene. stairwell yeah. That
0: stairwell scene was great. If you have not watched Daredevil yet, Wait for the stairwell scene. That's like the the brawl in season two, or season one that was like the second episode. It yeah, the like really the hallway good. fight. The but hallway it's like, fight, yeah. Instead
1: of like straight ahead, it's up and down. Like yeah. it was it was pretty awesome. So, yep. so anyway, that was my weekend of just a bunch of guys fighting each other. So I just wanted to share that. <laughs> <A> very violent. <laughs> it was it was a very violent weekend, but it was very passive violent. All I did was watch all the violence. I didn't partake of any you of just it though. A lot of oh popcorn. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to share that real quick. Uh, but yeah, next time next time wrestling's in town, I'm going. I'm hooked. I don't that's I don't know why I suddenly have a love of wrestling. Yeah, you've gotten pretty it, wrestling heavy in the last three weeks. I just I feel like. I don't know, I feel it's like I'm re- like I'm like regressing somehow, like 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 on like the social scale. I don't know what that is. Right. It's just a weird like I suddenly feel like is NASCAR right around the corner? I hope that's not I the don't case. know. I don't think NASCAR <laughs> would be right around the corner. <laughs> so all right, so enough about that. Let's just get on to the news.
2: Good news everyone.
0: So um everybody knows the marvel movies are pretty well known for their teasers at the end of the credits steve what you were telling us something about civil war that you heard
3: yeah i was uh reading on uh dark horizons um that the russo said that there could be up to three different after credit scenes um leading into other marvel films
1: that's i mean that's the most we've had so far i think uh yeah. some movies have had two i had know like, kind of yeah. had two for a while yeah um ant-man only Ant-Man had the had... one right
0: uh, did it one? It had, yeah, it had it the, had the Wasp.
1: Oh, no, it had two. You're right. It had yeah, it was, had yeah.
0: Wasp's re- reveal of her costume. What was yeah. the other thing? The Civil War bit where you had... Um, oh, where Bucky's like oh, tied okay, down yeah. and, and uh, Falcon's like a Noah guy.
1: So. Yeah, which is funny because like you find out later that was just a scene they shot. And it's like, oh, it's already completed. But it does tie into Ant-Man a little bit. So I guess we'll just throw it in there. So it didn't have anything which to do. It was fine. I thought yeah. that was cool. Um, so, so. so yeah, there's been, so this is having three. So now it's setting the bar. For everybody else to be like we've well, done three now you got to show us I, an additional 20 minutes of the next movie
0: I just hope this doesn't give them gateway to just be like let's keep you know
1: they want more teasers let's give them more teasers you know I, I hope the teasers are more like 22 jump Street teasers <laughs> <where> they <just laughs> yeah. give you they give you properties that you'll never see coming right. like four Bushman or like, whatever
0: like variant covers just like during the credits <laughs> that' would <laughs> yeah. be crazy um what but, do you what do yeah. you guys think what do you guys think that the teasers could be leading to like what do you think they're gonna plug
3: Well, like I said, um, I think that one of them is probably going to be, I I can't imagine Sony not wanting them to push Spider-Man in some way, so maybe a lead-in to Spider-Man. I feel like Doctor Strange is probably a good bet, too, since that's the next Marvel movie afterwards, and they really need to introduce him to an audience since, you know, outside of, I think, um, in Winter Soldier, they mention him by name, and I think that's the only time we've really had a mention of him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You think they'll uh you think they'll do it like a teaser of uh, an Infinity Gem linked to Doctor Strange? You think they're going to pull him into the
1: Infinity thing? I don't know. I mean, like I, it just feels I hope that not every single superhero story in the Marvel universe is tied around an Infinity Stone because it feels like a lot of it is already. Well, yeah. Not not Ant-Man necessarily, but I'm talking like the Vision has one, Red Skull had a hold of the the whatever the, 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 tesseract. the tesseract, you know, and it's like everything's going to all Infinity Stones. It's like it would just be nice to have it just be more mystical, like that would be cool. Yeah. I think I think they might tease uh, Ragnarok. Probably get people excited about that. They do need to start a little hype around because that. the Hulk's not going to be in Civil War. So you got to show some Hulk and Thor are not going to be there. So you got to show them road tripping in space. Yeah. And so I don't know. Like uh, now that since we know if so many movies are coming, it's like throw a dart. You're probably going to be right. Yeah. But, yeah. So. it's exciting, or maybe they'll tease something that we've never heard of. Like that you know, would be impressive. Like they you just just see they Captain see. Marvel at the end, like you just they reveal. Oh, her.
3: I'd go crazy if they put Captain Marvel in at the end. <laughs> I heard it's a Rogue One uh, teaser, oddly enough. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's like Vader's at the end. He's like, "Oh no, oh, no, Marvel, <laughs> D- Disney Universe." Yeah, he's riding a carpet. I think, I, I, say, <laughs> I think Joe would be the happiest person in the world if somehow Disney's like, "You know what? We're all together now. We're just going to have Star no. Wars." Yeah, I, you, do, I would not be happy. It's like if I could just get Spider-Man with a lightsaber, I think I'd be the happiest guy I, ever. I would not no, be the no, sorry, happiest. Venom guy. with the lightsaber, then no. I'd be the happiest guy ever. <laughs> I would
0: not be the happiest guy. ever.
1: <laughs> with two lightsabers, I'd be the happiest guy ever. Now, so, um, so yeah, that's. that's it's going to be interesting. Um, makes me wonder also what they're going to throw at the end of Batman Superman, even though I know that movie's going to be like five hours long. It makes me wonder what they're going to tease. Is it
0: going to be a long movie?
1: It's going to be about three hours. Oh, wow. Yeah, and Civil War's going to be about three hours as well. So wow. Yeah. Um, but we're going to talk more about that here a l- little bit, because I know that's coming out soon. So, uh, other bit of news I just want to throw out here, because uh, we got a lot to get to tonight. I didn't tell Joe or Steve about this, but there was a, um, what is this, a... I want to say it's a British uh, research vessel, like a ship, that they had public voting for a name. And so this thing is, what is it, a 200 million euro research vessel, and they let the voting go online. So right now, uh, the number one name that's being voted upon, let's see here, how how many votes did I get? I can't find that. Um, is Bodie McBoatface is the number one name <laughs> for this research vessel? And Why I'm, I'm, do
0: people <laughs> let the internet pick things? Like, do you remember that bridge? I think I can't remember. It was in like it, it was in like Eastern Europe, but it was like a bridge somewhere, and they they put it to vote the internet to vote to name it. And I think it was like they wanted to name it Chuck Norris <laughs> because like you would have to cross Chuck Norris. Yes. And it was so close. Like I think somehow it got vetoed out, or like it was second place. Or but it was like really scary that they were going to name this bridge Chuck Norris.
1: I like this the RRS Bodie McBoface. It's currently outpacing other voted names as Endeavor, uh, the Henry Worsley, which I'm sure that's something in British history.
3: Oh, you don't know Henry Worsley?
1: Yeah, I mean I'm 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 more of a Bodie McBoface fan myself. Uh, David Attenborough is going to be as another name which like it would just, just drive around narrating everything <laughs> as it went and then the other one was um what was it Falcon was another one and not Titanic was another one as well all oh, other names Usain Bolt <laughs> ice ice baby and not the titanic so not the titanic yeah what no, about nighthawk yeah nighthawk just call me nighthawk yeah but i love uh, i love that it's like right now Bodie McBoface is the number one name for that that's so. a great name for a boat <laughs> i just like the think that the, someone was sitting there being like oh that'll be funny just to put that out as a name and then suddenly everyone's like dude you gotta check online like your name's like blowing up i think that would be be funny like so yeah. i kind of want a boat now <laughs> just to call it Bodie mcbo <laughs> yeah, like just uh, like you know, how you have all the different little schooners that go around it or whatever. I don't know boats, yeah, but yeah, I thought that was a funny story. So, um, yeah, anyway, so let's we'll get right to, um, like because we normally have a couple, we usually take news for another 45 minutes, yeah.
0: We've, we've we've gone pretty news heavy lately, I think.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's not been any news since the last time, not really, you no. know. Um, so we'll, I'm sure there'll be more news next week because we're, we're doing this early before. All the press comes out about Batman Superman, so we can't talk about the reaction. But early reaction is like, everybody loved it. So we'll see. Maybe it stuck the landing. I I don't know. But all right. So let's just get right to um, the big part here. If I can find the right button. And now for our feature presentation. And I found the right button. All right. So
0: Steve's here with us. and, And Steve, you you're um you're a comic book artist and and you you live in Elyria, right that is correct okay
1: you can give us your actual address yeah just send it up <laughs> just to stop by say hello and
0: and Soch too i'm sure i will like, do our, drawings
1: within fifteen
3: minutes it's our fine. listeners
0: <laughs> our listeners love social security numbers but um so uh you, currently your project is Saturday night slasher that is correct. which is a web comic Tell us a little bit about that
3: uh the Saturday night slasher is essentially a Um, modern version of an 80s-style slasher film done as a webcomic. It's done by myself, and I have a partner. um, Just to kind of break it down, I I think you've got a pretty savvy audience, but um, I write it. uh, My partner, Ryan Cassandy, he actually pencils it. uh, He gives it back to me. I then ink it and color it and letter it, and then post it to the web. But... um, it's basically, like I said, uh, an 80 style slasher flick done as a web comic um, and it's been running since about October. We try to hit every Saturday night uh, some nights it's a little later than others, but uh, we can relate to that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We try to keep to a regular schedule and um, you know if you like horror, if you like web comics, please give us a, a, a chance to take a look at it.
1: Yeah, and it's at the saturdaynightslasher.com slasher. com um yeah, you can go in there and it's just uh it's i i like it because it's just uh i mean i like the content anyway i'm a, I'm a big fan of like late 70s early 80s slasher films yeah. anyway so i just like that the pages that are big and it's just like sometimes web comics are just very quick and short and it's like you just kind of burn through it and you're like i want more yeah but it's... these are actually like full-size comic book panel pages i did get through it pretty quick and i was kind of like oh no
0: like i was like <laughs> and then i'm like like restraining myself from asking you questions because i kind of want
3: to read it well that's that's the interesting thing is is that this is our our first web comic and we've we've done other projects uh we had a comic called abominations of science uh that we did a Kickstarter for kickstarter for a couple years ago um but that was a whole complete thing and with a web comic it's like how much do you give away when you're trying to promote it and Mm. talk about it so um it's interesting because you know you set up there's certain tropes and we won't go into a whole slasher tropes thing, but like, you know, you start off with, you know, who the villain is or what the first kill is. And then you start introducing characters and it's interesting because, you know, you're introducing one character at a time, one page a week. So it's, um, it's an interesting process. So we're kind of learning as we go as well.
0: Do you guys bank stuff? Do you work on it? And then, or is it like an actual once a week? Cause that's what we do here is we record an episode once a week and then upload it almost immediately. And we've talked about banking episodes. But so we <laughs>
1: haven't figured that part out yet. Because <laughs> we're so dependent upon... That movie comes out next week. I guess we can't just set on it for two months and then wait to yeah. put it out later.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, we've tried um, a couple of times, and this is... Actually, Ryan actually works farther ahead of schedule. Um, he usually will knock out uh, anywhere from four to eight pages at a time. I'll give him the script. Um, and then I will... I will work as fast as I possibly can. Um, but uh, we've taken one break so far and that was over Christmas and what I thought was going to be a great time to bank stuff. Um, turned out not to be <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, I mean, there are times where we are going to have to take some breaks that I'd like to bank some some stuff for. Um, I'm going to be actually in England for uh, two weeks coming up uh, in July. I'm going to Star Wars Celebration. So, oh wow, nice. Yeah, so there will probably be a break over the summer. But as much as I would, Joe's so like going to bank be facetiming you the entire time. Like, <laughs> so could you
1: show me, show me everything? Who's there, Steve? Who's there, yeah. Steve? Who's that behind your shoulder? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Venom with a lightsaber? My dreams have come true. <laughs> Um, so anyway i 'm sorry you you're talking about like like so like you clearly you have an idea of where you 're going, so in terms of like when you say banking things i 'm sure that there's certain character points or action points you want to hit, but you just haven 't gotten there yet, so i'm sure you already have that kind of in your head of where you 're going with that, um or does it just kind of keep changing where like as you've or sometimes when you write things you 're like you know what that didn't occur to me until I actually wrote it down, and that takes it a different direction
3: it's it's interesting i i Spent a good amount of time last year writing out, like, a full outline for where I wanted the story to go and what I wanted to happen. Um, And I still work from that outline, but I will essentially write out, like I said, four to eight pages at a time uh, just by going off of that outline. But there have been things that have changed drastically in that time just because I realize, you know, hey, you know, it's been a while since we've seen the slasher and people are reading a comic that's called The Saturday Night Slasher. But for the last four pages, it's been a girl in her apartment. So yeah. um, so things change here and there. But I do have a, an outline that I'm working for. And I, I, I know where the story is going. Um, but it's one of those things where it's it's, it's not playing it by ear. But it is, it's, it's harder to break it down page by page um, when I'm just writing. So I, I try to do it in chunks.
1: Okay. So do you feel, excuse me, do you feel like because of the weekly publication format that you said something about being four pages ago, which, you know, is four weeks ago, is it hard to have that in your head where you're like, I wrote that a month ago, but if someone's flipping through this, it's like they just read that 45 seconds ago. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that from a pacing standpoint of like, yeah, they may not have seen The Killer recently, but if someone's coming up to this the first time through, they they really just did, you know, like that has to be a challenge of writing for time of like the meeting publications and also expectations because it's like, for me, I'd be like, oh, I haven't seen him in a week. I want to write him this time. I haven't seen him in a week. Here he is again. You know, it'd be, it, it would be, my, my comic would be terrible is what I'm saying. <laughs> <But>
3: <laughs> well, no, and I understand what you're saying with that too. I mean, the, say the last four pages that have gone up the, the most current pages in the last uh, four weeks have all been expo- exposition about our main character, uh, Julie Morrison. So it's one of those things where it's like, I, I need to tell her story in order to get to his story. Mm-hmm. Um, basically she is the protagonist of the story. Um, and I'd mentioned earlier, uh, that the story itself is, you know, an 80 style slasher flick done as a web comic, there are things that I'm I'm trying to play with and do differently, you know, instead of her being a um, either high school or college age girl who is young and naive, uh, this is a 40-year-old um, borderline suicidal slash alcoholic failed artist um, who, or I'm sorry, failed musician who is uh, going to be your protagonist throughout the story. And it's, it's, to me, the thing that's the most interesting is, is this character going to meet her own end by her, her own hands or by the slasher? Um, and that's that's where we're building. But again, because it's a webcomic, yeah. I have a feeling it's going to be a little while before we get there. So, well,
1: and then, you know, that's fine. Like I know this is a, a different uh, a, a different format, but there was. Um a few years ago there was a comic that i know i got joe hooked on for a bit and then we kind of both dropped off that was the the, the gladiators do you remember that it was the guy doing kind of like his own take on world of warcraft and it was weekly
2: oh yeah yeah, yeah I, I remember and it was that. like
1: but he had like he was doing like one page a week mm-hmm. and it was like but he started getting like these really complicated stories where it's like i i don't care now and i just kind of yeah. stopped and it's like it,
0: it got it got out of, it got out of control <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was like this this isn't this isn't like funny anymore this is kind of weird but
1: yeah because i mean he used to have like each each page had like an actual joke to it. and that's after a while mm-hmm. it's like you know i just can't invest my time week to week getting to know this 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 tarin and this this human that thinks he's a hunter like but but yeah it was an interesting experiment at the time and it got a lot of good feedback but i think then his ambition grew and his story got away from him a little bit um with this i like it because i mean that's very it's very pulpy not not pulpy as in like um i mean it, i guess it, you throw back to like tales from the crypt a little bit too but you have you got to have some of you got to know your people before you start knocking them off because then what's the point of, of, of having them around. Right.
0: You know? So that's when I was reading it, like when like Julie was at work, like, and I liked how you had, it was, was she like at a, like a convenience store? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I can pick up because working in like a retail environment, <laughs> I could relate to that character. But it also started to really flush her out, like how you were explaining how she you knows she's an alcoholic, borderline suicidal. If
1: you could just change it to video store, it would be very close <laughs> to what, I, what I've experienced. But
0: um, no, but I like that because like the the intro with you know the slasher killing that couple, and then um, you know jumping right into the protagonist because like for, from. From when I when, when you first meet Julie, like I started to think like, is this going to be like just another victim, or is this going to be like your Laurie Strode? So I, I kind of enjoyed like watching her through the pages of like getting to know her character.
2: Oh,
3: thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and like I said, it is. I'm I'm old school when it comes to comics, so I will say that um, I even tried to go as far as if you look at the web the web comic itself it. I tried to duplicate the feel of an actual, like, physical comic, because I will say that, you know, while I produce a webcomic, I'm still somebody who's who's deeply set in the old ways of having a printed book in front of them. So even I am trying to adapt to that, Um, and I... I don't know where I was going with that. Well, no, no I like, because I like, you
1: know, you're right. It does feel like a comic. It has, like, the, the layout still feels more like a comic, like, you go through the, the progression of the page. It isn't, I mean, what I, when I think webcomic, I normally just think, like, you got your three panel, you know, boom, boom joke, like, boom, boom yeah. joke, or whatever, you know, like, um, you know, even though some of those guys play with that a little bit now because it's the internet and you can do whatever you want. Uh, but this is an ongoing story, as opposed to just a web comic. You know, and I think that's. I think there's a little bit of a difference. When I think of web comic, I think of like um, I don't know, like Penny Arcade, or like Butter Safe, which I don't know if anybody knows Butter Safe. That one cracks me up. Um, but it's all like you know, even though you know, even though Penny Arcade sometimes does do like extended stories. For the most part, it's their three panel jokes and then on to the next thing. This is a little bit more involved, and I, and I dig it. I like the color tone of it. It look it does feel like. It does feel like, um, there's those older horror comics. And, mm-hmm. I, and it's very, it's a not muted color palette, but it has a very, you know, distinct, a little
3: darker edge to it. I like that.
0: What, um, wh- what have you done before Saturday Night Slasher? Like, what are some other things that you enjoyed working on?
3: Um, I mean, basically the things that, um, pretty much everything that I've done has been with, uh, my partner Ryan and, uh, um, Like I mentioned earlier, we had a a, a comic called The Abominations of Science. Um, The first part of the actual issue is available on Comixology if you want to purchase it that way. Um, But we also had a small Kickstarter a few years back where we did printed editions. We still have some. If you see us at a show, we'll be selling them. Um, And that was sort of a parody of 50s and 60s sort of mad scientist films, but done in a similar fashion in that, uh, you know, it takes place today. Um, and then we, we have done a a bunch of little small, like, um, Kinko's printed, like hand done comics in the past. Um, everything from like, we call ourselves one time, the amateurs of horror to, um, I can't even remember what the other one was so <laughs> most of most of our, our work has been um on the smaller smaller scale um so the slasher has really been our our first uh attempt at doing a, something a little bit larger scale as far as bringing it to an audience
1: yeah and, and i mean it looks it looks legit not that that it wouldn't look legit but it's like that's this is a a well-polished like presentation and that i think that goes along a lot further obviously the story and the characters are going to you know come out too but it's like showing like hey this is like a legitimate art panel page. You know, we're here to take it seriously, not just like, hey, we're just screwing around and making, you know, I, I don't know. You can see the difference. Like, technology is at a point now where if you know what you're doing, you can do something really well, but it's also the point now where anybody can pick up anything and try to do something, mm-hmm. and that doesn't always produce good results. So, like, like you know, you see everybody with, like, YouTube videos where it's, like, five minutes of them talking. It's not all that great, you know, but so, but you put somebody that actually knows what they're doing, you get a good product. So, yeah, again, pro- you know, maybe I'm not a good product. Maybe maybe ours is like, you know, for <laughs> like, you know, amateur hour, but uh but yeah, this this is not. So, um you clearly you love like 80s slasher films and like, you know, the 70s stuff too. Like what are some of your favorite slasher films that are influenced to this? I mean, I know
3: Joe mentioned Halloween already just in passing. I would say Halloween is is probably my all-time favorite horror film. Um and it 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 kind of you know there's the entire series but like um i'm I'm a big fan of both halloween and halloween 4 um those are my two favorites uh but there's you know i I love nightmare on street 3 the dream warriors um i love uh actually I, i love scream i love Pretty much all four of them, with the exception of three. So not really all four of them, just three. <laughs> <laughs> um, three of them, but not three. three, yeah. Yeah. three was, yeah, three was pretty bad. <laughs> um, then there's, you know, your B-movies. Like, there was a film called Chopping Mall that is essentially... Yes! Yeah, I love Chopping Mall. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> yep. um, so stuff like that I dig. Um, but the main influences on this, I would say, are definitely Halloween, um, Scream, um, a little bit of Friday the 13th, although it doesn't, in that it takes place on Saturdays, but not, it's, it's not related at all to the date. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not like Saturday the 14th. Uh, so when it comes to that kind of thing, uh, I definitely took influences from those and sort of not homogenized them because I do think that, Uh, there became a period where every slasher film became we're going to break down the tropes for you and and we're going to tell you why you should be scared and why you shouldn't be and and what works and what doesn't. So this is just an attempt to me to sort of like do a, a, a horror story, a slasher story in that sort of style of that slow burn Halloween uh, type story,
1: yeah, with like the guy who doesn't have to move fast, but he'll just keep coming at you. And I think that a lo- that's, that really weirds me out versus like a lot of the other stuff. Yeah, it's like he's just unstoppable. Well, a lot of a lot of horror movies and even like current slasher
0: movies, they go for that that quick kill, quick quick sh- shock value. And the the older slashers horror movies, like you said, the eighties, like that slow burn does build a better tension. And I think I can't think of the last time I saw a movie where tension got set through the whole movie and then it just exploded at the end because now it's like these
1: little pops i i don't know like did you see the guest that was um i can't remember who directed that it was out a couple years ago it's on netflix um who's in that um it's some guy from downton abbey that sounds really bad but it's just a whole thing it's like this guy who he is um a soldier returning from like a tour but he's going to visit a family because he's friends with like one of like the son of this family mm-hmm. and he didn't make it back. So he's like trying to tell the family, like, Hey, um, your, your son said to, to say he loved you and missed you and, and all this. So they're like, well, oh, come on in. So they kind of like just let him into their house and suddenly like things start not adding up where you got this guy who's military trained. It seems really nice. and it just keeps like just turning up and turning up till like all hell breaks loose. It's mm-hmm. really, really solid. That sounds um, good. But yeah, so I'll that's kind that of, and it has like that uh, almost like John Carpenter type of score to it. Like that very synthy, like, yeah. Anyway, not that I'm trying to promote other people's projects, but I just thought maybe I thought maybe Joe heard of that movie, but he didn't hear of it. So that's <laughs> didn't ring a bell. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I I I like I like uh, the whole notion of like the terror in your backyard, and I think that's something that I uh, unfortunately still has a lot of resonance with today. And this whole thing of like, especially the idea if this guy's only picking Saturdays, it's like that has to be that uneasy feeling of like I guess I'm good the rest of the week. But then it's like comes up on Friday. It's like, well, he struck all his other places. Where is it going to be now? So that that that's a that's a it's a weird uh, like tension that build during the week. It's like, okay, we made it Sunday. I guess we're okay now, unless it's daylight savings then we got to wait another hour. (laughs) Yeah, it's
0: it's definitely like one of those you you feel comfy on on the rest of the week, but Saturday.
3: Yeah, (laughs) and and not giving away too much. I mean, there's a reason why he chooses Saturdays and. You know, one of those reasons is it's it's the day that you're supposed to be relaxed and sort of, you know, unless you work retail. But, um, <laughs> you know, it is the day that you're sort of like, you know, it's your day for yourself kind of thing. And it's usually when people are. Uh, they have their guard suspecting. down. They're unwinding. Yeah. yeah, they're unwinding. Yeah.
1: Um, I see that, like, uh, with her being a, a, a previously a musician. Uh, how much is music going to play into this because it feels like it like she has this background of where she had a dream, and you know there are some very specific references here to the kind of stuff that she liked playing. Is that something that like you 're bringing in your love of that kind of music into this, or is it just uh, something that you felt that kind of defined her
3: yeah um, it 's a little bit of both actually um, when it comes to you know the music side of it. Um, and it sounds pretentious when I say this, but I created a Saturday Night Slasher playlist that I listen to when I I write. I don't um, think it's pretentious. There's a lot of yeah, writers that will have yeah, like, like I've
2: know.
0: when I do things uh, like I gotta have a muse of some kind.
3: Yeah. Um, and it, it's it's a, you know, it's probably an hour and a half long. Um, a certain set of songs that are by specific bands. Um, but what's interesting about that is is that it. Well, you can decide if it's interesting. But uh, (laughs) um, the songs that I put together are songs that I feel that she would listen to. Then there are songs that um, are from the era when she would have technically been uh, out on the music scene. And then there are uh, songs from horror films that kind of put me into uh, that mood. For instance, uh, I mentioned Dream Warriors. Uh, I have Dawkins, you know... Fantastic Dream Warriors uh, song on there. Um, And then there's other things like things that I think she would be into, like um, the Dead Milkman's uh, Punk Rock Girl. Okay. Um, So the music is going to play into the story. Um, I kind of wanted it to be sort of pieced out throughout the story, so it kind of feels like there is kind of a soundtrack running through it, even though. There's technically, you know, it's not a movie. It's it's not something that will actually have music playing. But, you know, when you're done, you can say, oh, there are these songs and this kind of builds a soundtrack.
1: Yeah. Well, like, I know James Gunn, like, when he was writing the Guardians uh, screenplay, that was the whole point. Like, he came up with that mixtape and then pitched it to Marvel with the cover art being a Walkman. He's like, these songs kind of carry you through this whole experience. So I, I think that, that makes sense. Well, the
0: one panel I know, she had the Alice in Chains CD, or vinyl, or whatever I saw the... Yeah. Three legged dog. And that, t- <laughs> that actually kind of like in my head, I started like, you know, yeah. I could hear it. So
1: Yeah, that's cool. Um, so uh, clearly, I mean, I th- you, you, I'm sure you have an end game with this. With this going weekly, so um, is there not an end point? Because I know you guys started this in October, so it's still relatively new story wise because you're in the early stages. Like, how long do you see this going for? Is it something where it's going to evolve?
3: It's going to evolve. I originally had. I had this genius notion at one point where I was like, we're going to do it twice a week, and (laughs) and (laughs) um, I don't know what I was thinking. So I originally thought, like, you know, the the first story would be somewhere in the 100 to 120 pages range, and that's the way I built my my outline. Um, That is subject to change, um, but... I kind of see, like, I would I would like for it to keep going for a very long time. It's one of the things that I, I really liked about, or I, I like about Robert Kirkman's Walking Dead is um, it's the zombie film that never ends, you know, mm-hmm. but a comic book, obviously, not the TV show. Um,
1: yeah, because, but... I mean, realistically, someone like this that goes around doing this there's no guarantee that they're going to get caught in 90 minutes. You know, like that's, I mean, I guess it's just always the assumption, right? Is that the the police are going to step in and find this person. It's like, if they, if they're really good at what they do, you may never know who they are. And that could be, they, that could be terrifying for a town, you know. So, especially if he's consistent every Saturday. Mm-hmm. Eventually, towns we get small enough to we're going to be like, "There's seven people here. I think one of them's that guy." But, <laughs> it turns you know.
0: into the thing, and everybody's <laughs> yeah. tied up with a blowtorch. <laughs> <laughs> one of you.
1: We're all going in the ship, We're sleeping the night through. That's it. No, um, no. I, I, just, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I um, I. I, I'm jealous because just I feel like this is the kind of stuff that like I always want to do, but I just can never you know get get my act together and do it. Um, so we decided start pro- a podcast because that's way easier than drawing things. So <laughs> yeah, we don't
0: have to draw much with our podcast. We're,
1: we, Joe and I are going to do an animated podcast from now. On. We're if just anything, do,
0: I spend five hours doing audio clips. <laughs> yeah, we're
1: we're going to post we're going to post one minute a week, and yeah. then we'll see how it goes from there. Yeah. You no. Know, so um, so yeah, that is the Saturday Night Slasher dot com, all one word. Uh check it out. It is really, really cool. We'll um, throw it
0: up on the on the our pages so you guys can see the links to click it easier.
1: Yeah, and if somehow I could end up being killed during the course of the comic, that'd be amazing. I wanna be I wanna be a victim. Oh, the, you wanna be a victim. Vi- oh, Victims uh, are so much more fun. You know, <laughs> all you gotta
3: do is ask. You're the first person to ask that. So yeah. I mean, oh, you're, wow. you're in.
1: I mean, I'm overweight white guy. It's over thirty. I'm not. I'm not going to make it to the end of the story. No. I know that.
0: <laughs> Do you think you could outrun him No.
1: <laughs> no, no. Could, I, <laughs> could I, I die listening to my own podcast? Like I was talking about earlier. <laughs> I, I would, that'd be that'd be too much. No, but yeah. I like. I, I think no. I think being a victim in a horror movie would be a lot more fun than making it to the end. Yeah, right? I would then, too. Yeah. So I think that'd be. I think that'd be hilarious, honestly. And then I because then also I guess I wouldn't fear my own death because I already know how I died. If yep. I saw that, I'd be like, well, I guess it can't be that bad, you know. So. Um, but another reason we had uh, Steve on, aside from the talk about his, his project, um, he is a big Batman fan. I um, you know, and with Batman and Superman coming up, it'd be great to have a discussion about this because, as as we've proven time and time again, um, we're pretty heavy Marvel. Yeah, and so I've been kind of kind of negative about Batman Superman. So um, <laughs> I, that's putting I think him a lot like, a
0: lot of people that I know have. I mean, what how how are you feeling about it? I, I, I didn't get to ask you.
3: So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go too far in, because I'm going to say that while I'm not saying that I'm negative, uh, the most telling thing that I can say about it is, is that um, Batman and Superman were my heroes, you know, growing up, out, outside of, say, Luke Skywalker. He's, he's still number one, but then Batman, Superman. Um, but I'm not that excited about the movie. Huh. So I, I, I feel like... I mean... I'm still going to check it out,
0: but I'm not, like, outside the doors on Thursday, like, ready to go yeah, check like, it I out. Yeah, like, I
1: mean, I can't tell you, like, I was so much more excited for Deadpool, like, than, than like, Star Wars. Like, I know I've admitted yeah. that, um, and I'm, I'm really stoked for Civil War. Like, I'm trying not to watch anything else about it, because I really just want to go in and see <clears throat> the rest of it. Uh, but, yeah, Batman Superman, I'll probably see it opening weekend, but I'm not going to be i don't know i, I mean it's...
3: using your example of the force awakens i bought tickets for that thursday for seven and then i bought tickets for ten forty. so i did two showings back to back
1: how many shows did you do it one day joe
0: like it was like, like four no, five I, I only did two one day okay. so i went and saw it thursday night <laughs> and then i went and saw it 10 a.m friday morning and then i went and saw it friday night so within a 24-hour period i did see it three times
1: there you go so yeah. uh yeah. It, and so, one of
0: those times I was I was supposed to be doing the
3: podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, so but thankfully Jonathan was around, and I was just like, well, yeah. I guess i am never seeing Joe again. So, um, yeah, and he's like, oh, I forgot to tell you, I got tickets. I'm like, well, I guess I got to figure out something. Cause and Joe's I still,
0: like, they're showing it at the um, the Omnimax Theater at the Science Center. Still? Yeah, yeah, I want to go check it out at the Science... Dude, that screen's amazing.
1: <laughs> it is. Did
0: you
3: know about that? I did not, so yeah. if you're going, let me know. <laughs> yeah, check it out. I, w- I
0: will let you know, because like we were going to go... They were all sold out on Saturday um, last week, and I, w- I wanted to check it out then, but like i got to find out when they're going to have tickets, because I, I want to see it in that big.
1: Do you think the big screen will change the fact that the movie leaves me hollow, because it feels like a lot of the same Star Wars I've already seen already? Do you think the screen size will change that? No, but it'll be fun to watch yeah paul
2: <laughs> i just
1: <you> know, <laughs> why why is the number one killing like idea in that universe just like well we've got to get a sphere that can shoot things okay well that didn't work out the first time but what if we make a bigger one like, how much bigger are they going to make? It's just like, you know, this planet thing didn't work. We just got to keep making bigger and bigger gonna circles. Make, they're gonna
0: be a, there's going to be a solar system in eight. Yeah. It's going to be right. a solar system of weapons.
1: It's just going to be one big sphere that's yeah. like, oh, we got to find another weak spot. It's be about yeah.
0: seven spheres that orbit a sun.
1: <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's... Just- that's my problem is, like, you got the force powers, which are badass. And it's like, no, 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 no. We need circles that shoot things. That's what we really need. <laughs> not the force stuff. Like, that stuff's okay to fight on top of the circles, but not actually, you know, anyway. All so, right. yeah. I Speaking... feel like I've
3: taken us off topic. No, yeah, no, 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 no. We get no. off topic a lot. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not <laughs> off
1: topic. That's very on topic. No. Oh, yeah. uh, no. So, but, Batman Superman. Yeah. Anyway.
0: So, like, I mean, in this this movie, I think I think it kind of shocked a few people. Just like Civil War kind of shocked a few people. And it's I think it's really interesting that we're going to have a year of two superhero fighting movies.
1: And people with the conflict being heroes versus heroes. Heroes versus heroes. Yeah.
0: And I think that conflict is 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 new to a lot of people, but like things like Batman versus Superman, like I know that's been around for a while like since the 80s. Um didn't I want to say they first started fighting in uh Dark Knight Returns because it was like it was like prior to that like the 60s ish they had They were buddies, you know, like, all through then, through the 60s and 70s. And then, like, I think, like, in the wake of Crisis of Infinite Earths, that's when, like, everything kind of started to change. And then Batman-Superman's relationship changed a lot in the comics.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're right. So the whole idea of them butting heads has been around for a long time. But cinematically, actually having two different thought processes, like, you know, he's always about, like, protecting. And then Superman's about, like, the greater good, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, and and those don't always line up, you know? And... Um, I think that's an interesting conflict. I think Civil War is going to kind of, it kind of is the same thing too, where it's like you have to have accountability, also, and the ability to operate without strings attached,
3: you know. So I think, and so I guess it's the same thing, but here, and when you mention Civil War, and I won't go too far into that either, but what I think is the difference between Civil War and Superman Batman is, is that Civil War has is going to be two. Uh, heroes fighting each other that have built a relationship over how many films yeah and <laughs> batman superman were literally just like here they are and yeah they're gonna fight
0: i think i think it do, you're right it does c- carry a little more weight because you see the friendship fall apart um whereas this is something completely new and like a lot of people have compared it to like when they did dark knight returns um that was, like, Frank Miller's run, and they're using a lot of references from that, like, with the older – like, Ben Affleck's playing the older Batman, mm-hmm. and he's coming back to fight crime, and then Superman comes into it, and I guess the go- – in and, and Dark Knight Returns, I know the government asked Superman to, like, you know, you need to slow this dude down. He's kind of out of control. So Superman intervenes, and that's when they get in the fight, and the suit that he wears is very similar to the suit that it looks like in the movies, like the yeah. Frank Miller suit. Um, and then, like, you were saying, like um, – with them just kind of like running into each other, they're they're doing it almost like I know like Jim Lee and um, Jeff Johns did a run of Justice League where I think it was around New 52. You said you didn't read a lot of New 52?
3: Yeah, I mean really I've only read some of the Capullo, Snyder, Batman stuff and that's about it.
0: But, like, I know Superman was kind of, like, the new guy on the block. Like, almost, like, he came into it, and the, you already had, like, Lantern Arrow and, and Batman a little bit established. And they were reacting to, like, this overly powered alien just popping up. And that's when, like, they started throwing down because that they're using it, – it seems like – and, the, you know, I haven't seen the movie, so I'm kind of speculating. But it seems like they're using that as, like, a vehicle for the movie for, for Batman and Superman to throw down because, like – you know, Batman sees this dude and he's just like this guy could, you know, be a serious problem. Let's, you know, try and get him in check. And then eventually they they talk it out. But
1: and I'd, I'd almost be OK with that just by itself. But then you're going to have Wonder Woman involved, which I guess everybody's saying that she's the best part of the movie, which that's a good thing in terms of Wonder Woman, maybe not for the movie itself. But then you're going to sneak in the Flash. You're going to sneak in, I think, Cyborg's in there for a second. And, and you know, Cal Drago. I mean, Aquaman's in there for a split second, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Roman Reigns. I mean, no, I mean, Aquaman. <laughs> um, shows up. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you got Aquaman all that. Coming and, out the audience. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and no one really wants him there anyway. So, side note, I was watching um, Flashpoint, the cartoon on Netflix last night. Mm-hmm. And there's this whole bit where all the Justice League have these bombs that are going across the, the earth to keep them, like, real quickly because they're detonating because, like, Professor Zoom did something. And you see, like, Green Lantern in space um, with Batman doing something. Superman just has his hands over it to keep it from detonating. And Wonder Woman does something. And you see Aquaman take the one bomb and just throw it in the ocean. And it's like, thanks, Aquaman. Yeah. That was really helpful. <laughs> like, I just, that's, that's, uh, thanks. I, I guess that's really... Anyone, anybody could have just done that, you know? But then he's like, I'll call the, the algae and the bacteria to eat away at the wiring of the bomb. It's like, no, 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 no. It's cool. You can just say you got waterlogged. You don't have to make up stories about what your powers are. So uh, anyway, I, just, I feel like they're cramming too much in here <laughs> And then also saying, oh, by the way, this is setting up all these standalone movies and the Justice League. It feels very backwards. And I don't like that they're treading on the goodwill that Marvel set up cinematically just to be like, hey, you guys already know a connected universe. We're giving you one in full but not developed. And I don't like that.
0: Well, they are doing it backwards because like Marvel, they were like, we're going to spit out a Thor movie. And a lot of people were like, really? A Thor movie? And even even first of, Captain America First Avenger was kind of. Oh, so so. I didn't really. I thought it was okay, but it didn't blow me away as far as like a, like a superhero movie. But yeah. it laid groundwork for Avengers. They literally made those two movies for Avengers.
2: Yeah.
1: So I yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like also this is me, my own personal um uh, prejudice. I think that they've done such good casting with the CW shows that I don't like that they're casting yeah new people in those roles. Like I don't need another I, Flash. I gonna me... it, it's going
0: to be hard for me to see them put another Green Arrow and there not be Stephen Amell or even grant gunston play not playing the flash it's like it's yeah yeah.
3: i don't know like i don't see why that anyway yeah i i agree with both of you um i i do wonder like how they're going to make that work and how they're going to reconcile that you know hey go see the flash movie even though there's a tv show that's probably going to be better
0: (laughs) i couldn't see how they would yeah they would do a flash movie to compete with the tv show yeah I don't
3: know, that's weird.
1: It's it's like, back in the day, you'd have the movie, and then they would make a TV show. It's like, oh, we can't afford that actor, so we'll just do somebody else. Well, I remember
0: before they they threw the cape on Brandon Routh, like, they were like, we got to get Tom Welling to, you know, there were so many people, like, why are we not using Tom
1: Welling for this movie? Yeah. So, I just, I feel like DC, like, comic book fans get the whole notion of alternate realities and different stories and that just because like if, if, if they ever made like a Gotham by gaslight movie, I would, I would love that. Like where it was like a Batman going after Jack the Ripper set in like, you know, mm-hmm. London in like the 1800s or whatever. I would love that. But people would be like, that doesn't make sense. It's like, I would love that as a standalone movie, but it's too, it's too far for like this moviegoers to get into. Um, but so we can accept all that. I just feel like DC is just like, they're not unifying their brand And making it stronger as a whole, they're just expecting people just to love all the separate parts of it and accept it. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe I know I'm biased towards Marvel, but I feel like their strategy. Because at first, I was not happy with Disney buying Marvel whatsoever, but they've done so well with it that I just I feel like going forward, how could you not want to make your brand bigger and better as you go along?
0: They need to sew a few of the pieces together a little bit better. But right now, it's I think it's it's great that you can even if you don't follow everything because there's people who are like I, you know, they'll go see. The movies, or they'll watch the Netflix series, but then they, they won't they won't see certain movies, but they can jump in and out of them and know what's going on.
1: That's true. So, um, well, remember when we first started doing the show, um, way back when, almost a year ago, uh, we were talking about that. You and I both witnessed that. Was you and I were um, <clears throat> Carol Carolyn Johns? We saw the guy walk in and start talking to one of the guys there, saying, "Oh, I watched the Daredevil show. I want to buy Daredevil." Was that were you with me when that happened? Um, I was there once when a guy did that for Green Arrow. Okay. So I thought it was interesting that that, that has spurned people – not spurned, but has, has caused people to go in and be like, I want to read more about this now. So that's yeah. a good effect. But I just think as a whole – I mean, I ho- like as much as I know I've been like kind of just like giggling at the idea of Batman and <laughs> Superman crashing, I hope it does well for DC and for DC fans. Just right now, Zack Snyder has not instilled a lot of goodwill because Man of Steel was not that great of a movie.
3: Yeah, you bring up Zack Snyder and – the thing that I find interesting about him is, is that he's just looking at the movies that he's made. He's just he's he's more focused on the visuals, which is what I'm getting from Superman, Batman as well. Um, just going through it real quick, you know, Dawn of the Dead, fantastic movie, but I feel like that's more due to James Gunn's script. Um, yeah, that get, was a good movie. That was a good remake. And you get to three hundred. Again, he's basically taking Frank Miller's visuals, putting them on the screen. And he didn't really do much story-wise. It's the same, you know. It's an adaptation. Uh, you get to sucker punch. I don't know anybody who liked that movie. Maybe there's someone out there. Um, Everyone loved the trailer. Yeah, the trailer was amazing. The trailer was amazing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is what we talked about when our one trailer episode, like well, trailers it, that do that, and yeah. like
1: Watchmen. I think Watchmen. I thought it, I. I
2: I, like, I liked man Watchmen.
1: A i mean that's that's a tough that's a tough story to make into a movie and make it make sense yeah. and get across and i think they i think he did well with the script that was given to him because that intro sequence to, to the bob dylan song yeah that was a great is one of the best sequence. intro sequences to any movie yeah. ever and that's why i had hope for man of steel but i think also having christopher nolan be like over your shoulder the entire time it's like i don't know if that helps you know because like Christopher Nolan doesn't want superpowers. He doesn't. He, he wants doesn't, it all grounded no. in reality. Unless it's dreams, and then you can do whatever you want, you know, But <laughs> or space, you know.
0: But I don't know. But do you think, um, like you said, with, like, how Zack Snyder's visuals and the way he uses it, like, with 300, 300 is, you know, iconic Frank Miller, do you think that he's going to be able to recreate that using... Or Ben Affleck as Batman, and kind of like doing that Dark Knight Returns feel.
3: See, and I I think that that's you know what I was saying earlier about Civil War with you know Cap and Iron Man is is that you've got a relationship that's built up, so it puts so much more emphasis on the the tension between the two. Whereas we're getting the visuals that were in Dark Knight Returns, but you know, at that point in the story, there's also supposed to be this entire history. Um, It's not supposed to be. Uh, not a good thing, but it's not supposed to be a spectacle when the two go up against each other. Like they're in, you know, a back alley. Well, they're in crime alley of all places. Um, And Batman isn't the thing that I see in the trailer is it's like, Oh, Batman's going to take Superman downwards. If you read dark Knight returns, that last issue where he's fighting Superman, he's just trying to stay alive at that point to a certain point until he knows that, you know, Oliver jumps in with the kryptonite arrow it It's not about him trying to take Superman down; it's about him trying to um prove a point in a in a certain way um so there's there's a lot more going on to that fight that makes it great than just Batman's in a pseudo robot suit, and you know it looks really cool and Superman is going to you know try and take him down.
1: And we but, already know that that the whole crux of that is like the, the oh we fight and now we have a common enemy which i didn't like that the trailers yeah that they kind of ruined spilled the
0: ninja you know. turtles
1: yeah <laughs> um,
0: yeah but yeah you're right i think i think the substance is going to be missing i would be delightfully surprised if they kind of got it in there somehow if they managed to in the whatever 3 hours you said the movie's going to be if they managed to get the development of their relationship in there but it's not it's like it's like that jim lee run where it was like Superman just kind of just appeared, and the rest of the healers heroes are trying to deal with him, and Batman's trying to figure it out. So,
3: I mean, my question, too, is, is how do you think of, or what was your guys' opinion of Luthor? Um, so far, I'm annoyed by him. Like, Same here. I,
0: I, I don't like it. I can see where they're trying to take it. It almost looks like they're trying to do,
1: like, a millennial view of it. Um, but and, and I don't think that's a bad idea. It's not. But just, if if, if it's like take take taking him from um, social network and be like, you know what, you're just playing Zuckerberg in this movie. I think I'd have kind of been okay with it. It's it's hard to judge
0: in in a, in a world where we we've, we've had Heath Ledger play the Joker, and you know people had you know so many you know bad opinions before it came out, and then they were just like blown away and lost their mind with the way he played the Joker. In the same way that a lot of people are kind of hyping Jared Leto. Like, you know, what if Jesse Eisenberg takes Lex Luthor that direction? Who knows? But, like, from the trailer, it's kind of, like, it's hard to get behind. Because, like, the Lex Luthor we know, it's, it's like, that's not what yeah. we're used to. And even, even like, I would say non-big comic book fans, you know, they see this guy who's kind of goofy. And then, like, he becomes, like, this nemesis of, of Superman. Like,
1: Well, there's the whole bit in the trailer where it's, like, Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne. It's, like, it just, we get it. Just stop, like... You don't have to hit us in the head with this. They're meeting at a party, and you're Lex Luther. It's okay. Like you just, I hate how it was like, hey guys, just to let you know, they're meeting up together, and they're not in their outfits. We're just gonna let you know in the trailer that that's happening right now, just so you're aware. And then uh, they go to shake hands, and then Eisenberg's like, oh, that's a, that's a grip on that guy. It's like we get it. He's Superman. Just it's okay. <laughs> and so like, sadly, my whole. I was the waiting for her to be like, man, that grip, that's a super grip. <laughs> that's man, a super... <laughs> that's a super grip. Man, watch out for you.
0: That's a super, super grip. Grip, man. Super um, yeah. My my whole favorite thing I took away from that though is just the the Kevin Conroy smirk that Ben Affleck does in that that scene, though.
1: Yeah. So I I hope it's good. I hope that they do Wonder Woman justice, because I mean that would be awesome because she's long overdue. And I'm excited for her movie because it's going to be a period piece like in the forties. It's going to be more adventury. Um, like, that's more like Captain America was, which I'm okay with that. that. That's, and I'm actually really excited for Suicide Squad, more so than Batman Superman, which is unfortunate because this is supposed to be the de- launch to the summer season. And I just, I, until, until is, I go and feel better about it, I'm not going to feel better have, about it. Have they confirmed
0: or denied whether or not that Batman's going to show up in Suicide Squad at all? I think they he, shot stuff. They shot some already. stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: There, there was images, I think like three, four months ago. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's good, because that that shows that they're tying in, and, and that stuff. he lived. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, not that they kill Batman off and of Batman Superman. It's like that's it. It's done. It's like oh, Superman, he's broke Zod's neck. He's going after Batman next. It's like that's it. <laughs> well, like, we're I mean, done. He,
0: it could take place like before Batman vs Superman. You know, <laughs> who knows where that's going to fall in a timeline.
1: Oh, that would be that'd be hilarious. Where it's like, hey, hey, DC. It's like we're just going to screw with everybody. We're going to have a prequel movie after this movie, and Batman dies in this, place, he's alive in this. That would be. I don't know. That would be silly. Uh, no, be I don't silly. think they're
0: going to kill Batman off. But, I mean, depending on how it goes, I would l- I would like to see them get another Batman movie
1: going. Okay, so Rotten Tomato, like over under, what do you think the, the overall tomato meter is going to be for really? Batman Command? Uh,
0: I honestly don't know. Um, I, I, I can't judge
1: it off of the trailer like that. It's 2016. Yeah, you can. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go six in the 60s. 60 60%. percent. I'm gonna go. The so you 60s. think it's gonna be not certified fresh? Or it's just gonna be just above like. you
2: I think, know.
0: Yeah, I think it's gonna be like above some of the like Ghost Rider. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. It's
3: Jennifer Garner's Electra <laughs> or Ghost Rider. Um, yeah. No, I, I and I should say, you know, I really hope I'm wrong. I I want to love this movie. I want to. You know, get excited about these characters, and I think that that was when I got really long-winded earlier. The the point that I was trying to make, and I, I really do hope. Have you that... listened to our show? The long-winded <laughs> bit—it's
1: fine. That's that's
2: that's so our bread and butter. I, I want to love the movie.
3: I just I, there hasn't been anything that's really grabbed me in the trailers, so. I'm going to say, just based on the way most comic book movies go, I'm going to say it's probably going to be somewhere in the 60s or 70s.
1: So, I don't know if you can make this happen, because you, you, you revealed to us before the show that you're the last person in the world that's not seen Deadpool. Yes. You should find a way, and this would probably be a little bit of self-torture, and find a way to watch Batman and Superman, and then watch Deadpool.
3: I can. Yeah, uh, the Autorama is opening up this weekend, and they're doing a double feature: Batman, Superman, and Deadpool.
1: Oh my goodness! Wow. Yeah. Wow. Then, like, I mean, because Deadpool's like it's like a tight ninety minutes, it's so you're gonna, you for know, the kids. like, yeah, yeah it's perfect for the you kids. You know, what's <laughs> funny.
0: We went last weekend. We went and saw Zootopia, which wasn't too bad. Um, we went and saw Zootopia, and. Um, it was on a Saturday or Sunday or something, and it was just like crazy wall to wall kids at the the theater, and like I kept walking around, I'm like, all these kids need to get out of here and go watch Deadpool already,
3: because that's why they're actually here. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think
1: it would be if you could pull that off, then you're going to have whatever your reaction is to Batman Superman, but I feel like Deadpool got everything so tonally right, so that's going to be a weird like if you're. You know, I don't know, Deadpool was awesome, and I'm not saying that's because it's Marvel, because it's not, I mean, it's Marvel, but not Marvel Disney. Yeah, it's Fox. Uh, yeah. It's just that they, that movie, other than the budget, could have been a little higher for some more stuff going on. I don't know how that movie could have been any better. A couple more X-Men <laughs> in the mansion. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: so like two people in here.
1: <laughs> yeah, it just makes me, I'll be interesting to get your opinion of like what you feel tonally if they nailed that movie, and then they go, to, if you end up seeing those back to back, that'd be that'd actually be a lot of fun. So um, enough about those guys fighting because um, we we talked about that. Also, again, I'm going to throw out another plug for the Saturday Night Slasher, um, who he fights a lot of people too, and probably wins a lot. Probably wins a lot of the fights that he has.
3: So far, he, he's
0: uh, <laughs> he's undefeated. He's two and zero. Yeah, he's. <laughs> slashers have good records.
1: They do because yeah. they 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 don't do this whole like. We gotta wait. It's just like I'm. I'm gonna be the most efficient, and we'll just hunt you down. Like, and yeah.
0: Does it count as a loss if they kind of get taken out, but then come back for another movie?
3: I feel like that's more of a tie.
0: As a tie. yeah, yeah.
1: Like the whole with like, what was it, Nancy in the Nightmare on Elf Street Part One, where she has that that sledgehammer that's like above the door frame that, that swings moment. down to hit Freddy. It's like he gets clocked pretty hard. So whoever that actor is. He was selling it, just getting just like, boom, that sledgehammer right in the chest.
3: I watched that literally like Saturday, and that's one of my favorite parts of the movie is when he gets hit with that, that sledgehammer. Yeah, it's, it's just fantastic. It's just,
1: I like, and, and not to go off on that tangent, but... That also felt like it was one of the, the movies to give a lot of power to, I mean, I know with uh, the Halloween you had Laurie Strode who had, she did fight back mm-hmm. you know, and was successful, but well, that's not always the standard, you know, yeah. and then well, that was good to actually say, screw you, I'm bringing you into reality and I'm hitting you with a sledgehammer.
0: I mean, I kind of like that because it gives that little trick, trickle of hope, like even in the beginning of Saturday Night Slasher when she's running from him. And she gets a couple good hits on, on him. You know. Yeah. She's yeah. like, oh, oh, but you're like, oh, man, you know what's going to – oh, nope,
1: she's dead. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the bit with the knife, I've not seen that ever, and I'm just like, oh, that's wrong. I thought yeah. that that was awesome, so uh, kudos there. But, yeah, I just uh, – I, I like um... –
0: <laughs> We're going to tell everybody the whole comic.
3: Yeah, so, so let's go back to page one. We'll just read it out loud now. We'll do a live reading. Can I um, get Morgan Freeman to read it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the blood uh, dripped down slowly so <laughs>
0: off of the knife onto her life with body <laughs> see i can uh, do it uh, i see i can't do mor- if, if i could do a morgan
1: freeman voice i would do it for everything i'd go to the drive-thru i'd order like food yeah, that just, way we'll, we'll, narr- <laughs> we'll narrate in different characters for
0: you do I you guys see.
3: use ways uh sure.
0: i don't know i know Waze has the voice because yeah. we, we went out to when oh when we went to cedar lee the other night like i had her i had amy pull up ways and it was i was like i can't remember who it started oh, yeah, out that's as.
1: that's a navigation thing yeah because right? they have celebrities doing that it okay.
0: started out as some celebrity and i was like who else you got and she's like i got morgan freeman i'm like yeah let's do morgan freeman.
1: <laughs> does he tell you to go through two miles of shit does he just tell you that <laughs> he's, <laughs> no he's like turn left he's, here. Like, he's like i'm yeah. a man that can get you things and it's like here get the rock hammer you'll be here for a little while don't worry it's fine um, <laughs> that's a good Morgan Freeman. I, I just I didn't know you had that. Didn't you I didn't either. I just pulled it out of
2: nowhere. That's
1: awesome. So, all right. So we've been talking about fights. So let's get back to. We're going to get to our super bracket of awesome.
2: It's time to play the game. Time to play the game.
1: And I'm spitting water all over the place now because, like, just like Triple H, I'm just going to blow water up in the air and have it be all sparkly on the way down. I, that's a disgusting thing to do when you—that your intro is you really. Water. This is
0: like you really hate his entrance.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just really just trying to work the mic and talk smack for our eventual fight that we're going to
2: have. Is He's going to come happen.
0: out in WrestleMania in some crazy get-up and won't do that though, just like he did last year with the
2: Terminator, the Terminator
1: thing. That was uh, yeah, that that one was probably one of his weak. He came out in a really cool Viking one once, but he had like his weird like r- like robot skull face though. Yeah. Uh, like a robot, a fake robot arm. I'm like it was just, it was just really bad. So yeah. bad. I'm just tossing the mic around. Anyway, Triple H, I'm coming for you. All right. So. so
0: the brackets have broken down. We're in the, we're not in the Sweet 16 yet, but that, that should go pretty
1: quick. The, the kind of OK 32, the kind of at, OK 32. Yeah. So we, we
0: got a lot, of, we got a lot of ground to cover. So we should uh, The old 32. Yeah. We'll uh, right, try to make so this. So we'll uh, jump faster. right into it. So we broke it down. We had a Marvel side and a DC side. So it's going to come down to a DC person versus a Marvel person for the championship. So, and uh, we 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 strayed away from the big heavy hitters. Like so, there's going to be some people in here that that either you may not have heard of or you did hear of but you haven't heard of in a while. And I think actually a lot of these people are not really too like obscure. A lot um, of the
1: obscure ones got rid of in the first round. Yeah,
0: because you know? <laughs> we were like, who? I don't know who that is. Uh, so uh, for the first one for Marvel, the 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 first winners of the first bracket, we have Mister Negative versus the Blob.
1: Ooh, I, you know, I I think Mr. Negative just because I think he has more control. The Blob and straight up like fistfight would probably win, but I think Mr. Negative just has too much mind power. He would probably just turn the Blob and make he'd him. he get
0: him with that drug, that psychotropic, psychotropic drug.
1: He'd be like, I command you to use the elliptical and not be the Blob anymore. You know. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> so my question is, who did the Blob beat? The Blob actually beat Super Scroll, which I've been told is was was a bad was a bad win. I don't think
1: that's a bad win. I think that's a solid win cuz Super Scroll isn't smart. Well, I guess the Blob actually was burned alive, so. Oh. Not not by the Super Scroll, but I don't I, mean, I think okay. him and
0: Pyro got into it. I don't know. Okay.
1: But yeah. So you're saying one of the, one of the th- four abilities Super Scroll have would have been the would have been for the, blob. the would have
0: been the yeah. He had burned all their calories. <laughs>
1: Can can the Super Skrull actually assume all of one of the Fantastic Four, or does it always have to be, like, I have to have one flame arm and one wiggly arm and one, like, thing leg and, arm, yeah. and one invisible leg? Does it always have to be all four of them? No, I think
0: he can do all at once or all okay. Or four. Okay, because I just see him
1: just, like, taking a swing at the blob he,
0: and not getting out. No, because he looks like a regular scrawl, and then all of a sudden it's, like, I'm elastic and on fire.
1: Okay. So. Either way, blob one, deal with it. So we're going to
0: go with Mr. We, we,
3: Negative? We busted your bracket. All I'm going to do is just everyone... I'm just, who beat who? No. <laughs> yeah. So we'll go no, back to no, the we'll question, everyone. We're, we're going to revisit no. our original <laughs>
0: decisions, yeah. So I would say Mr. Negative, too. I, yeah. Like, I think maybe if the blob got a hold of him, but I just think that that... Uh, sensitive... Is this a
1: burn to the crisp blob, as per last fight? No, I'm joking. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. So then we have, on the DC side, we have Clayface versus Reverse Flash.
1: So it's kind of like the blob. <laughs>
0: kind of. Only... A little more, more like, like Play-Doh-y. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I feel like the reverse Flash probably takes that. Yeah, I gotta go with reverse he's Flash. He's gonna
1: run in a circle, mm-hmm. and then do some, like, ghost type of, like, pottery with him. <laughs> he's just
3: gonna just spin on <laughs> and make him into, like, an ashtray, and that's gonna be it. I, I really wanna see that. Uh, yeah, I do wanna see yeah, that fight You see, now, like, too. reverse
1: Flash, and then all of a sudden you see Flash's hands go over top <laughs> of his hands. <laughs> and I'm gonna, wa- I'm gonna read it, or watch it, while Unchained Metal- Melody plays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but all it's gonna right. be
1: like a really shitty ashtray that he gives to his mom. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, reverse mom, I got wow. you this. Uh, got you this ashtray." Oh, Bart. Um <laughs> yeah.
0: this is low. I'm gonna put this right over here with the birdhouse you made me. Very quickly. <laughs> Very quickly. Oh, There's right. not even a hole in it. Like that's how fast <laughs> the, the birds
1: keep crashing into it.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Marvel side, we got Omega Red versus Moon Knight. Ah, see. I would, I'm i going to go with red on this
1: one. Uh, yeah. Like, even though I, I compared um, Moon Knight to crazy hobo Batman, is what I called him on the, like, on the Geek Eclectic podcast, and I said his sidekick was a trash can fire that he carried around with him because I feel like he's crazy
3: Batman without the money. Yeah. See, and that's why I kind of feel like he would win. Because he's crazy would, Batman? Yeah. See, and
0: that's how he won. Who did he beat in the last round? Tombstone?
3: No. Yeah. Wait,
0: no. Moon Knight? Mysterio. He beat Mysterio. Yeah. Because Mysterio... Would have probably tried to play tricks on him, but he's, he's so, like, crazy, I'm so crazy. He'd be like, I'm anyway. so crazy. Yeah. I don't believe
1: that. Yeah. Eats his can of beans and just goes nuts, you know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like uh, I, I think Maker Red's going to take him. Moonerangs. <laughs> All right. We'll go with the red. All right. And then DC,
0: we have Deadshot versus Power Girl.
3: Uh, I'm going to go Power Girl.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I hate to say it. I mean, like, he could pop a couple shots off
1: and hit a brick wall, and that's going to happen. <laughs> What if it was Deadshot as Will Smith as Hancock? <laughs> secret, secret. You didn't know. What if, it was like, what if it was Hancock cosplaying as Deadshot? You don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Okay. I always try for the TV movie stuff He won't let me do it He won't let me bring it in He's, Yeah <laughs> What was the other one? It was, it was always... Steel I was like I want I want Shaquille O'Neal as Steel Shaq Fu <laughs> Oh
3: that actually Wouldn't be a bad Like brackets do At some point Is just take Every superhero Who's been in a movie Or Yeah I, like, Because we... it was
1: like Ryan Reynolds Deadpool Versus
0: Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern Yeah
1: it was one of them Yeah I, And I keep trying to fi- uh, Fit in Laurel Lance From Arrow Because I know Joe hates her
0: so. Everybody <laughs> hates <laughs> Laurel Lance from Arrow
1: <laughs> Laurel Lance Versus a fifth of scotch Who's gonna win? <laughs> 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 oh, isn't that what I got her for Christmas?
0: <laughs> yeah. Or what did we do? Something was like that. Yeah, Secret Santa. I was like, I got her more alcoholism. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right, uh, Marvel. We got Penance versus Medusa.
1: That's a tough one too. It is. Um, I, th- I, th- I think Penance is really powerful, but I would. I mean,
0: gi- I'm going to give it to Medusa based on the fact she could totally lock him down, and he kind of needs to move because yeah. it's speedball. He's got to have some type of kinetic that's energy true
3: to absorb wow i i'm gonna agree with that but i don't think i've read anything of penance probably since the generation x days yeah he hasn't been in yeah no. well, i mean he kind of so i don't mean, know where he's at now maybe yeah. he's more powerful but we're gonna promote. i
1: mean that has to take it out of you after a while or it's just like i mean i'll step on a lego and be down for like a week <laughs> and just have a whole suit <laughs> he gets superpowers from it it's he's like, like ah yeah I mean, after a while, I have to be you like, think guys. he
0: carries Lego, loose Legos around, and he throws them out, and he's like, it's going down. And, and
1: just in case, like, just, he's like, ah. guys, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to fall on my car keys, and I'll be able to knock that building over.
0: All right. Um, ooh, this is an interesting one. So we got Deathstroke versus Killer Frost.
1: Oh, well, Both of them have Death and Killer in their names. Yes. So. <laughs> See, I'm going to go with Deathstroke just because he's always like he always has an angle like right that's Mm -hmm. the whole thing is he always knows like even if someone's more powerful than him he knows how to take them out he's very
0: i agree i i feel this is a tough one for me because i feel like killer frost she definitely has the power set but you're right deathstroke is one of the because they always make their their merc villains or just their non-superpowered villains contenders with these guys for a reason Yeah, and i think if somebody was like here here's some money go take care of killer frost he would get
3: the
1: job done like if batman could take out killer frost i think deathstroke could what do you think
3: I, I agree actually with Deathstroke because I, I feel like um, he is sort of not bad like or evil Batman, but in the sense that like he doesn't have powers. He's you know uh, he's able to stand toe to toe with the best of the best kind of thing. Um, I also also think of him as a Green Arrow uh, bad guy just for you know obviously.
1: Deathstroke saved the TV show for me in season yeah. two. He was oh, yeah.
0: so awesome. I still think season two is the best season. Yeah. Just because of all the Deathstroke stuff.
1: Not. I want to see a Slade Wilson TV show. It was really exclu- so
0: Excluding Summer Glau. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was weird.
0: I didn't know what was going on when she had that Deathstroke outfit on. I'm yeah, like, that was just, it. Was weird.
1: What, what are you wearing? Like, yeah. I
0: can't take you seriously. No. Um, all right. She so has some <laughs> Christina Ricci forehead going on there. It was just really weird. <laughs> it was I don't bizarre. Know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I kind of get that Christina Ricci
1: thing. How did she say that? I don't know why you had a it's, helmet like that. It's like Wednesday. Go away. We're done with you. We don't <laughs> know why
0: you're a <laughs> deathstroke. Oh, uh, Miraculo, Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, all right, so we got Moonstone versus She Hawk on the. Um,
1: That's a good one. They're, you got a
0: psychologist I, versus a lawyer.
1: Yeah, and they both are super strong, right? That's the whole thing with Moonstone, right? Yeah. Or she have like, ray based powers. She's got ray based powers, but oh. she's strong
0: and
3: she can fly.
1: Oh. Uh,. I'm, I'm going to go with She Hawk. Yeah. I just never underestimate the power of litigation. No. Yeah. yeah.
3: I'm going to actually just sit here and agree with everything. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I agree.
0: All right. And then DC, we have The Clock King versus Jonah Hex.
2: Oh,
1: Jonah Hex. He was around four clocks were invented, so I
0: don't know. That's going to yeah. be tough. <laughs> He'd be trying to do clock things. He'd be like, Psh, those didn't exist. <laughs>
3: <laughs> clock King's one of those odd villains that just, you know, he works in small doses, but I don't think he's going to last against Jonah Hex. Yeah. He
0: always has he always has like some cool thing he did with time, and you're just like, oh, that's so clever. That's why he's powerful. But if they did it too much or he po- you're right, if he popped up too much, you'd just be kinda like, Really? How's he keep beating people? And right. I think
1: Jonah Hex is a dirty fighter. Like I think he would change up whatever it is he's doing so there'd be no regularity. He would just be like, Okay, well you're you're timing everything. Well, I'm just gonna go throw sand in your face. We're done now. Like yep. that's like, yeah, how long like... does it
2: take to get sand out your eye? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Count it. <laughs> done. Boom. <laughs> All
0: right, so we're gonna go with Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex is doing pretty good. Who did he beat before?
1: Uh oh. There I we want, go. I just was it, look. was it the super scroll.
0: Oh no, he be Hawk Girl.
1: Yeah, I mean whatever. All I right. just, I just <laughs>
0: um Alright, so Marvel we have Quake versus Craven the Hunter.
1: Oh yeah. See, Quake has the power set, Craven the Hunter has crazy. That's like I I love Craven the Hunter just because just give that guy. You know who that, I wish th- could, have, could have
0: snuck up on the bracket what, near him was
1: Craven versus Moon Knight. <laughs> 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 yes. Uh, it I, it'd have to be in a train yard. That's where the fight would be. I would have a bunch of empty boxcars. I love Craven to death, but I got to give it to Quake.
3: Yeah. So I'm gonna say I'm um, I'm I'm gonna say Craven only because of the fact that he took Spider-Man down in probably one of my favorite all-time Spider-Man stories. So yeah. what do you, what do you say, Craven I'm or Quake?
1: Craven. Craven. He's also. I mean, he's he's kind of like Deathstroke with like a fur jacket. It's yeah. kind of like because we just. He always knows, like what he he stalks his prey, figures out what what to do, yeah. And um,
0: this is the one that I was waiting for from last week: Swamp Thing versus Constantine.
1: Oh, that's a tough one. Ooh. Oh, I, it's going to be Constantine because I think he, Magic. I think you he think would, the magic's going to come. He, he would it? cross a line to make it happen. I okay. think Swamp Thing has a code. You know, like a plant yeah, code? Yeah, he is. He's, I don't know what he's that is. Pretty, he's yeah.
0: pretty morally sound. What's his name? Alan, uh, what's his last name? Moore. No, it's not Alan Moore. <laughs> that's, that's, sadly, that's what I was thinking. It's Dr. Alan something. That's ah, going to be on the tip of my tongue. Anyway.
1: Alan uh, Chlorophyll? Is no. it Dr. Chlorophyll? Is <laughs> it? Dr. Dr.
3: Pete Moss. Is that was that his name? Was that Swamp Thing's name?
0: Um. So what are you saying? Swamp Thing or Constantine? What do you think, Steve?
3: I think it's probably going to be Constantine.
0: Constantine? I got to agree.
1: I think I think he would have some really bad karma coming after him after he beat Swamp Thing, but I think he would do it. Also, he would just probably light a cigarette and throw it at him and be done with <laughs> it. It's like I'm gonna get you all dried out here, killing and I'm the planet. Gonna, yeah, yeah. I'll fight you in time. California where there's no moisture, <clears throat> and I'll light a cigarette on you.
0: Um, Taskmaster versus Sabretooth.
1: Oh, that's a tough one. It is a tough one. You know how I'm gonna vote.
0: I I love Taskmaster as much as anybody else. Uh. But I got to go with Sabretooth on this one. Oh, wow. I mean, Taskmaster, you, you, there's only so much you can copy and be that good of a mercenary until, like, mutant powers
1: come into effect where you're. Yeah, you can't copy healing ability. You can't copy adamantium fingernails. Nope. Yeah. Yeah.
3: What do you think, Steve? Uh, I agree. Yeah. I feel like, as much as I think Taskmaster would be a good setup villain for him, or a good match for him, I think that Sabretooth takes the win. All right.
0: Okay, we're almost there out of the Sweet Sixteen. All right, so, are we getting
1: to the Sweet Sixteen? I think we're getting we're there. Getting yeah. there. <laughs> slowly so, but surely. We're so this will go faster. I promise. DC, we
0: got <laughs> Captain Cole versus Sinestro.
1: Sinestro. Yeah. yeah. Sinestro. I, I just power ring. I don't care. Like I just, if I had a power ring, I mean, I'd be the laziest son of a bitch ever. If I had a power ring. I'd just be sitting on the couch, <laughs> drinks. And voop, you know, I'd. You see, like the the, the like the array of light go around into the kitchen, and grab something, come back. It would just be be so bad. It'd be I use so my willpower to get that. Yeah, <laughs> I use the power <laughs> of fear to grab that beer. That'd be my tagline. Said, so "Get over here, beer. <laughs> I, I would inspire fear in you because I'm about to drink you.
0: All right, uh, Kitty Pride versus Ghost Rider.
1: See, I'm torn about that one. But a tough one. I don't know what she would do if she tried phasing through him. What would she be phasing through? Just Hellfire and, Fire like, Leather? Stuff,
2: yeah.
1: Like, but what if it was Nicolas Cage as Ghost Rider and Ellen Page as Kitty Pride? That was what I was going to ask you. I like, think
3: they would make an Oscar-worthy movie together. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> That's a tough one.
1: I want to see them as, like, father-daughter going across country, though. was like, you know, Daddy Ghost Rider and, and daughter Kitty Pride. Yeah. But, but as a power set, though, I don't know what she could do to really mess him up, though. Because he's, he's kind of mystical. Like, what do you want to do to Hellfire?
0: Right. And, like, I mean, how? I mean, he could pen and stare but I really don't think she's done that much stuff that's bad.
1: No. I mean, she took that dragon away from its family. Yeah. I don't even know where Lockheed came from, honestly. He can't know.
0: really hit her with
3: the whip. He can't really hit her with the bike. That's, that's going to be a one. draw.
1: That would, like... Wow.
3: I don't know. I feel like her powers are more defensive, whereas his are more offensive. So yeah. I'm giving him the edge just on that alone. But it really is. It's like how do you hit somebody that can just phase out? And
1: but he probably exists on a different level as well. So he'd be like, oh, you're going to phase out of this reality? I'm going to make sure that you go into hell.
0: Well, I like, feel like she would – like. I mean, there's got to be times when Katie Pride has gotten <laughs> caught off guard. <laughs> she can't be phasing 100% of the time, just like Vision. So I feel like Ghost Rider probably would catch her at least once, but I don't see where she would really catch Ghost Rider. Because even if she was like, she landed like a solid kick or something because she yeah. popped out of the ground, Ghost Rider, you're
1: on fire. I would like to see her do that thing where she phases him halfway into the ground just to see him get mad and yeah. just see him work his way out of it and just like liquefy the ground out like around him and just walk away. Be like, I'm done with you. All right, so
0: we're going to go with Ghost Rider. Okay. All right, and then um, ooh, Bane versus Harley Quinn.
1: <laughs> I
0: don't know, man. I think that mallet hit him good enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hits him in the venom injector, and yeah. he's done. I don't know. Like I, she's crazy, but Bane, when he's focused, you can't you can't really stop him. I mean, he broke Batman's back for goodness sake. What do you think? What do you think? in a spandex suit with a hammer is going to do to him? Probably nothing. What do you think, Steve? Like, so fall in love with him <sighs> and break his heart? Like what? Do you, like, what's yeah, going to happen?
3: I feel like Harley gets the win, but. Here's here. This is one of those things where I sort of feel like I'm picking a favorite, not because of specific skills, but because uh, I'm still in denial that Batman had his back broken 22 years ago. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Harley just because I still don't think Bane is that great of a character. I don't think he should have taken Batman down. So. I'm giving Harley Ar- the win by default.
0: Arguably, that's a good argument. I yeah. agree with you on that. Like, I don't see why Bain got to take him out. Um, well,
1: he wore him down. He used his smarts and let all the crazy guys out of the crazy place, which is what you'd call Arkham. Is well. I just call it Crazy Place? <laughs> crazy Place. And, 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 and it's, so it's Batman more had, catchy. Yeah, it's just like, hey, watch out, guys! You're going to go to so, Crazy Place.
0: Do you think Harley would work the Joker angle? Because you know she usually always does whenever they fight, and somehow he gets pulled back into it. Nah,
1: then... See, I don't know. I just think on her own, she would also play dirty. And trick him into doing something, and he's he's like every big boss in a video game where you just get him run to a wall three times is probably what would happen, and he'd be down for a little bit. So I don't know. I just think from brute strength, and he's smarter than than what I think they've given him credit for at times. Yeah, they um,
0: they did play him up in the movies to be pretty stupid, but or not not Tom Hardy. Yeah, but, well it was Tom Hardy Bane. Like yeah, well, Tom was, Hardy Bane. You know.
1: I so like just give come, him a hug and some speech therapy. He's he, fine. He's fine. He'd just be like, "Do you feel like you're in control?"
0: <laughs> Lay his hand on it. <laughs> we watch that a lot at work. <laughs> <laughs> that specific scene. So, what do we got?
1: Who? Um, you... I don't, I'm going to go with Bane, just because. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> so Steve gave you an opinion about a fan-driven opinion. That's all this has been this entire time, and you're going to go with Bane. I'm gonna go with Bane, too, but I'm trying to make you feel guilty about it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what though? No, no. You know what I like Harley Quinn better than Bane. I'm gonna change my vote. I'm gonna go Harley Quinn because I know Mary's gonna listen to this eventually and then I sleep in the same room with her and she's gonna hit me with a mallet. Fine. Harley it is. There you
0: go. She somehow got that that venom cord out. Yep. He turned into a ten pound weakling.
1: And that's that's the thing. That's all
3: you have to do. Like
1: he becomes like pre Steve Rogers, That's what what happens. He gets really like yeah. like, you know, early Chris Evans. Okay. <laughs> last Marvel
0: one here for this bracket, Bullseye versus Howard the Duck.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Howard the Duck fan, I don't see Howard making it out of this round. Yeah. And just to reiterate, who did Howard the Duck beat last time? Let's just let's The re- thing. <laughs> the thing, yeah. Howard the Duck beat the thing? I think I we were tired and we were done with this. Is what <laughs> happened? Yeah, I, I think it turned into a fan favorite thing. Like yeah. it was just like, I yeah. think bullseye. You know, it's just it's going to be a shooting yeah, gallery. Yeah, it's going to be bullseye. Ducks. Yeah. All right. Okay.
0: All right. So, the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, we've got uh, Mr. Negative versus Omega Red. I think I'm gonna have to give it to Red here.
1: Yeah, because if you can get his hands on him quick enough adamantium
0: tentacles what do you think red or negative <laughs> red red there you go and then we got uh we got a reverse flash versus power girl
1: Ooh, that's a tough one yeah but i think if a reverse flash loses he'll just go back in time and stop it from ever happening anyway yeah
0: he'll jump to another different part of the bracket <laughs> <laughs> he'll fight he'll fight jonah hex <laughs> he'll go all the way back um that's a tough one. Uh
1: she's just a Kryptonian, right? She's just like one from a different timeline yeah, or reality. Yeah, she's
0: a different, well she's a different Supergirl.
1: Okay. From one of the different timelines or Infinity or not that ah, not Infinity. Crisis of whatever. Yeah. Crisis of Infinite Birth um, twos, Yeah. Uh publishing runs, I don't know what it's called. Anyway. So, what do yeah, you think?
2: I,
3: I feel like Power Girl gets it for the just simply because of power, uh not to make a pun, but um, She can move pretty fast, too, so
1: like, yeah. she can probably go toe-to-toe with him for a bit.
0: Um, <clears throat> Okay. And then we've got uh, Medusa versus She-Hawk. It's a lot of hair.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go with She-Hawk, because she has the strength on her side.
0: Uh, I am, I'm going to agree. She-Hawk? I agree. That's like red versus green, actually. Yeah. Because right? yeah. <laughs> a lot of red. Yeah. All right. So... Um, We're getting closer, folks. Deathstroke and Jonah Hex—that's a good fight. Oh, it's a good fight. It's
2: a really oh.
1: good fight. It's like it's like one eye versus one eye is what that really comes <laughs> down to. And we don't know Jonah Hex might be his great grandfather. We don't know. Like, yeah, it's just, uh, man, that's crazy. One eye versus crazy one eye. I feel like um,
3: Deathstroke takes it just because I, he's.
1: I gotta go with Deathstroke as yeah. well. Just because he's a little more modern and I think even if he sees the mystical stuff coming, he'd probably be able to sidestep it. Yeah. Alright. And then uh ooh,
0: Craven versus Sabretooth.
1: Oh, they see, have, that's perfect. They have the exact
0: same <laughs> coats. Yeah, they do. <laughs> oh man. Um You think you think they like went to the store and they were just like, Man, I need to I need to get a new coat and they, there's only one left and they're like we're this gonna one. fight. We're gonna this fight week. it out. Yeah. <laughs> Who's getting this coat?
1: Who's getting this sweet fur coat? Um, I you know, uh, saber tooth is animalistic. Craven hunts animals. I think Craven's gonna win this one. I think he would totally
0: I mean, get I it. I don't
2: straight up fist cool. fight. No,
1: but no. I think he'll find a way to do it.
0: Yeah, I got I got to side with Craven on this one as well because like you're right, he is an animal, and at some point that rage will probably kick in, and Craven will be like,
3: oh, you're just you're just like any other thing I catch.
1: Yeah. And he's going to make a jacket out of them.
3: <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I, you was, I was I was going to go the other way, but I will I will agree with you guys, because okay. that okay. actually sways me. I just think anybody who can take on Wolverine usually gets the win, but I... I that's uh, true. I see you're craving... Uh,
1: We're craving but, some craving here yeah. Craven
0: here. Craven that craving. Ooh, Woo! Ghost Rider versus Bullseye. Oops, I kind of... I jumped around. Yeah, that's fine. But we'll go Ghost Rider versus Bullseye.
1: Oh, that's a tough one as well.
0: I, I got to, I like... I'm gonna go with Ghost Rider because Bullseye's done some messed up stuff. He gets one pen and stare off on him, done.
1: Yeah, yeah. I also think that I don't care how how hard you hit uh, Ghost Rider in the head with something, it's not gonna stop him. Headshots aren't. Here he has a skull. Like what's underneath that? Just more fire. Yeah. Like that, that's really all. I think. I just think of him as just like fire in a jacket. You know. So I don't. Know really, yeah, I kind of yeah.
0: don't even really think about the rest of the skeleton because you don't see it. <laughs> it. He could just be a skull and jacket. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Yeah. So what, the, what do you think? You think you think Bullseye could stop Ghost Rider? I don't think he could. No.
3: Is it Colin Farrell's Bullseye? Uh
0: yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Um Then, then I changed my answer to the Ghost Rider <laughs> again. Yeah.
0: So uh all right, John Constantine versus Jonah. No? Yeah, we oh. are jo- no uh oh. Sinestro, sorry. Oh, oh Sinestro. Sinestro Oh no crap, you know who we missed? Oh we'll, we'll go back there. Oh, okay. Uh Lobo versus Zatanna. We didn't get
1: down. I Ooh, at the bottom. Magic versus Pure Insanity.
2: Pure Insanity. <clears throat> I'm going
1: to vote Lobo because I like him. He's just like Space Wolverine to me.
3: I feel like, and that's, I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to say Z- Zantana, but I don't have, like, a...
0: I got to say Zatanna too, just because I feel like Magic would really
1: tie into some of the fight. she just figure out a way to, to incapacitate him, you know, like, yeah. be like... Was this your card? And then punch him in the face or something. I don't know what she does. So anyway, and then he's like stuck on the card.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, now you're the ace of spades. All right.
0: <laughs> so, all right. Back to where? Where was I? Uh, Constantine versus Sinestro.
1: Yeah, Sinestro. Sinestro. Yeah.
0: That ring, man. I don't even really know what stops Sinestro other than green and willpower.
3: Uh, well, I mean, poor if... box office. That's what stops him. <laughs> That, in uh, in the 90s, it was a broken neck for a while. So. There you go, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, too bad he didn't go up against Bane. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we got Harley Quinn versus Zatanna.
1: Oh, that's fun. I'm still going to go with, like, the Master of Magic versus, like, you know. The Magician's Assistant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah.
0: So you think, what do you think? You think Harley could get out over on her or no?
3: I feel like Zatanna would take it.
0: All right, we're getting so close here. We're so we are down <laughs> to one, two, three, four. We are down to the this elite eight. Yeah. All right. All
1: right. Woo. All right. Omega Red versus she Hawk. I'm gonna go Omega Red. Yeah. Well, like he's such a powerful character. What happened to him? Did he... Wolverine kill him, and that was it, or what? Did uh, Wolverine no, kill him? No, he's
0: still he's still kicking around. Okay. Well, as far before Secret Wars, him and Deadpool tussled, and they just kind of parted ways. It... Like I can't remember how he didn't kill him or convinced him to leave but so all right uh power
1: girl versus deathstroke oh <laughs> i think power girl i think we we brought someone in that was way too powerful for this the whole thing cuz uh, i don't know what deathstroke would do to stop her
0: well, if you look at it from like a Batman point of view, like Batman has fought Superman, a lot of people fought Superman. So, does you... Power
3: Girl have any sort of like kryptonite or sort of some sort of like thing that brings her down a notch?
0: She's got if she's a Kryptonian, she's got to be a like weak to kryptonite, which who did she fight so far? She fought Deadshot, which I really don't see him getting like any kind of type of kryptonite over on her. And she fought Black Spider. So she's been fighting a lot of mercenaries.
1: <laughs> wow, that was what they would call an easy draw in
3: double NCAA. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I mean, I don't know. I I I still think Power Girl would probably get Deathstroke over if they went hand to hand. I don't think Deathstroke would be a pushover, though.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the point. That's the Elite Eight, you know. So.
0: You think you think he would he would be smart enough to bring some Kryptonite to the fight on like Black Spider and Yeah. <laughs> <Deadshot? laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, probably, but I mean, I'm talking in terms of just like straight up, I don't, I don't think. uh, But
0: remember, we also picked Howard the Duck to beat the thing because we were like, it's a duck. So I, if if I'm going to go fan favorite, I like Deathstroke more than boobs. So not actual boobs, but Power Girl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you just, you just revealed a lot there about, uh, about like, I don't know who Power Girl is, but that girl that wears white is really attractive. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So what do you guys got? Yeah, I'm gonna uh, go with Deathstroke. Okay, I see
3: Power Girl. I say Power Girl too. Okay. Oh, like, look at that. Wow. I feel like Deathstroke would get just enough in to hurt her, but I don't think he'd take the win.
0: Yeah, he would probably hurt her. All right, so out, out, out. So who do we? Oh, Red. Okay, so then
1: we got oh, Craven and
0: Craven uh, and Ghost Rider.
1: Oh, see, I feel like Ghost Rider at this point, because uh, has done some bad stuff, and I think that no matter what, even, how, even if you try to trap Ghost Rider, he's just going to he's just gonna anchor himself out of it, you know? He'd hit him with that pen stare, too. And they, and they both use, like, well, don't they both... No, he doesn't... Uh, Crave uses nets. Ghost Rider uses chains, so I think it'd be a nice chain night. Net fight. Well, he hit him
3: with a net. He just set it on fire. That's true. And Ghost Rider can drive away if he needs to.
1: Yeah. True. Flaming motorcycle. Yeah, like... Later.
0: Have fun running after me on foot. <laughs> <laughs> Which <your> fur coat? <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know how you would really research that, like, as a fight, like if you were craving.
1: <laughs> you just have to wait for like if it's if Ghost Rider still changes back to uh Johnny Blaze or, or Danny Ketch or whoever else he's been oh, like yeah. wait for him to like, you know, go through his rage. Isn't it then... uh
0: isn't it one of Johnny Blaze's <clears throat> relatives now? Something I it's know like there a was
1: a girl Alejandra Blaze I Yeah, know. something like yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Um, And I think she drives a car. I don't think she has a motorcycle. I think she has like a Mustang. Uh, I was was
1: waiting for like a Prius or like a smart car. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's the Prius of Vengeance. All right. So Sinestro versus Zatanna. I would say Zatanna. Only yeah. because, like, I know Sinestro has that ring, but I'm pretty sure she could probably get that ring away from him with some slight. Also, of hand. do you think she's really afraid of him? I don't think she's afraid no. of him. She would be like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna." She'd get uh. a deck of cards out, and she'd be like, "I want you to pick a card," and he'd be like, "Okay." Then he'd be like, "I got your ring." <laughs> <laughs> How did you? Oh, He'd be like, "Yep," and now you're a bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue that logic. Yeah, or <laughs> or it'd be like she would pour some milk into
3: like a like a funnel of of uh, paper,
0: <laughs> like. I don't know. Or what are some magician tricks?
3: I like and, how each time she fights somebody, she just does a magic trick instead and then tricks yeah. that person.
1: Like, it puts them in a box and cuts him in half, but yeah. then actually cuts them in half. I need you know. I need, I need, a, um, I need an, uh, an, uh, a volunteer from the cosmos.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: You, sir. You, sir. The, the pinkish red sir there. With the giant head. With the yeah. giant head. Could you please step into the box? Yeah. No, back, no, be fair. Back fake. strong
1: if you could come up here, please.
0: Yeah. All right. So we're going to go with Zatanna. All right. So the final four are, oh, Omega Red and Ghost Rider and Power Girl and Zatanna.
1: Holy crap, that's a tough one. So, so
0: Red versus Rider.
1: I, I'm I'm gonna go Ghost Rider.
0: I yeah, just, I, me just, too. I think it would be a good like like whip down. Like it'd yeah. be
1: chains on the
3: the te- uh,
0: adamantium tentacles. tentacles. Yeah. I think that would be that would be a good fight to watch, but I would go with Ghost Rider. What do you think?
1: Uh,
3: I'm gonna agree with that too. Yeah. Man,
0: right. Ghost
1: Rider, he's like the dark horse coming through this bracket. I didn't expect I him to make it to the end.
0: I didn't either. I thought he yeah. was gonna get stopped by somebody,
1: like a bucket of water or
0: something. Who did? Who was the first? Yeah, Squirrel Girl wasn't gonna stop him.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and then Power Girl and Zatanna.
1: Hmm. Superman has had problems with magic in the past. As a yeah, target. yeah, he true. has. Yeah, and then Zatanna will do that whole like, "Where's my finger at?" There you go. <laughs> Like, look at that. Like, um, like, where's yeah. your fingers? Oh, you
0: can't punch now. I have all of them. Yeah.
1: Like,
0: I like how we're justifying her wins by like sleight of hand tricks like street magic. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Like, what's so, this behind your yeah. ear, Power Girl? <laughs> so, who would win, Chris Angel or Power Girl? What? <laughs> Somehow, Chris Angel beats Power Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. Okay, so, got...
3: so
0: I'm going to say Zatanna
3: again. Yeah.
0: Do you think Zatanna or do you think Power Girl? Yeah, I think. I mean, Power Girl really could just get one. And that's one it. good. <laughs> if we're if <laughs> we're really
3: relying on the the whole Kryptonian background, then yeah, magic. I mean, even a little bit of magic shows up, and Superman just can't seem to do anything. And all also,
1: right. Zatanna is like a master of illusion too, right? So she could make like you know make her see whatever she wants, right? Right. So, yeah. all right. So this is actually a good fight: Ghost Rider versus Zatanna. See, and this comes down to the simple magic tricks. Like cutting the chain and then making it whole again. I think that would just blow Ghost Rider's mind, <laughs> you know. So I don't know. That, that's going to be tough. Do you um, think
0: she would like, she'd pour lo- the pitcher of water into something and it would disappear, but then it would fall on Ghost Rider and put him out?
1: Sure. And and do you think a stare would work on her? Like, what has she done that's bad? Well, I think she did have like a little bad guy run for a while, didn't she? I don't know.
0: I don't think she's been, like, a straight shooter for, like, her whole career. I could be wrong. I
1: But they're both, like, mystical, dark arts type of related. Is, this is know. a toughie, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it to Zatanna. Because she'll find mystical water to put out that, that, that hellfire, you know, yeah. like. Some mystical antacid of some sort.
0: Do you think Zatanna would take down Ghost Rider, Steve?
3: I think so.
1: Yeah. Oh cause... my goodness! Look at that. And she was one of the last ones that we put in the bracket because we're trying to come up with like DC heroes.
0: So it's yeah. that it's that that not that sleeper hit, but it's that one where you're just like, I didn't think they'd make it into the finals, and yeah. then all of a sudden they go on to win it.
1: Yeah, there you go. All right. So well, that, that took exactly one hour of recording time total to determine that Z- Zatanna. Was the best ever, and this bracket of super awesome. Oh, just for this? Uh, it over the two episodes. Oh, that over the out, two. I was <laughs> like, I feel bad
0: now. I was like, Oh my gosh, we can't do any more brackets.
1: Yeah. So next week we'll do 126 <laughs> people. We'll do yeah. all. We'll do all the Ninja Turtles villains. Just, and just give soon, us yeah. more.
0: We'll do Captain Mal's coat
1: from <laughs> Firefly versus. Yeah, we'll just do all the different weapons for movies. and we'll see what would happen. We'll just keep Harrison Ford's randomly. gun and Blade Runner yeah. versus Harrison Ford's whip and Indiana Jones. No, we won't do that. That would be fun, though. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Steve, thank you for joining us on the yeah, show. Thanks for coming um, on the show. Thank for you for our having very, our very long bracket that we had, but we had to finish it because we started it. Um, but again, check out the Saturday Night Slasher uh, for some good slasher goodness. Uh, uh, check out our um, Facebook page, uh, An Invasion of the Podcast our Twitter innovating podcast and our Gmail at invading podcast. Those are all, we have,
0: we have an Instagram too, an Instagram. We can, yeah, I, I don't know quite what to do with Instagram. I think it's just photos and like, just, I put photos up and people are like, I like that, but then I don't know what
1: happens after that. Yeah. So, and and Steve, is there anything else that you'd like to promote of your own, other than yeah? Sorry, slash. Um,
3: There is a Facebook group for the Saturday Night Slasher uh, as well. So if you look that up on Facebook, uh, that'll take you to the um, to the Facebook group. We post updates during the week of different things that are going on and uh, just stuff that we we like movies. Um, So if you want a little extra content, check that out. Um, I'm on Twitter, but to be perfectly honest with you, I I have less than a thousand tweets over like seven years or something ridiculous. <laughs> so, um, but I'm S. Lewis King at on Twitter. So if you want to look me up there, uh, and that's it.
1: Sweet. All right. So next week, I know we're going to do some type of uh, wrestling show. I know I talked about wrestling. Right. Next this week. week is
0: the week before WrestleMania, um, and and in the spirit of Paul and his WWE app, we're gonna. We're gonna have some some guests on to talk about wrestling before the big show,
1: and and I promise everybody out there, if you're not into wrestling, the show's still gonna be entertaining. Just think of it as like superheroes, but with like less capes, yeah, you know, and it's, it's just as much drama, you know, and and more sweat. There's a lot more sweat in wrestling than there is in superheroing. So, yeah, you ever notice that? They're never really sweaty after they get a fight. No, but like wrestlers before they even show up, they're like covered in like babe right. oil and sweat. I don't know. It's really, I don't, maybe it's to slide in the ring easy when they first get in. I don't know what they do. But, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have some fun with that. Um, and we'll have, we'll actually have some good conversation about wrestling as opposed to who do you think will win in a fight? You know, um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan or the one man gang? I don't know. Like a uh, Brooklyn yeah. brawler, Brooklyn, Brooklyn brawler. Yeah, Jobbing it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, George the Animal steel versus a turnbuckle. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that'll be next week. Um, until then, uh, have a safe week. Um, don't go out on Saturday because you don't know what's going to happen. You, just, you, you could be next.
3: Stay in and read a webcomic. Yeah. Yep.
1: The, the Saturday slasher, he's going to get you. No, he gets
0: in their houses, doesn't he? You're not he safe. Does. None of you are safe. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So enjoy
1: your week.